Hey everyone, my name is Keith Armstrong uh, and welcome to the Great Design Lead Podcast. I'm the founder and CEO of Flow Sparrow, a web flow design and development agency that focuses on monthly management and new development projects for brands across North America. Uh, I also host a weekly Twitter space called the Webflow Show with my good friends, Grace Walker and Melissa Mendez. And uh, my mission is to just build awesome things that bring people together and help others build a sustainable career that they love. And I'm extremely excited to chat with you today, Emily. Perfect. Perfect intro. <laughs> well, thank you. I was uh, uh, so excited to have you on today. Like, and, and usually I'm like, I was having like a pretty chill day today. And then like an hour before the podcast, I started getting nervous that the same nervous feeling that I have every week. <laughs> yeah. And, um, uh, but I wanted to tell you, I was really excited because uh, I, yesterday my friend has TikTok on his phone i don't have it on my phone and he came over and i was like hey can i use your phone for a minute and he said why i'm like i want to check out this guy's TikTok." <laughs> oh man <laughs> and my friend and i were just sitting together laughing while you were like raiding forks <laughs> yeah yeah so like I, I go through phases of TikTok where i'm like okay i'm gonna take this seriously i really want to be a TikTok like star uh, and then I just don't care about it. It's like a flippy floppy thing. Um, but I, I, yeah, I don't think I'll ever get to that point, but I just try to have fun on there. Try to share, share some stuff whenever I'm doing it, but yeah, it's strictly meme account, nothing <laughs> too important or anything. <laughs> I appreciate meme accounts. I, I, uh, sometimes it gets a little tiring when everything is like so serious. So whenever there's like a, like a Webflow meme account or just even like somebody who likes Webflow and does fun stuff, just because they like it it's so yeah. refreshing <laughs> yeah for sure I try to sprinkle that in as much as I can on my socials but really I think I was like I was stoked on meme stuff um just because I used to like promo like shows and events and stuff like that and that was like a great way to engage with people and get people to like buy tickets to events and stuff like that so like I've was definitely deep into meme uh like making videos and stuff like random stuff for a long period of time because yeah that's it just helped promote things but and then i kind of just translate that to you know business stuff when i got older which is nice but yeah yeah you um uh i i saw that you had this whole other life in the music world before yeah. the webflow world and i i don't i think i saw that on your Instagram and then I started going through all these like tagged photos of all these shows and all these other people. I was like, whoa, this is like a whole life before the life that you have now. I thought that was really cool. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. Yeah. I mean, that was like most of my twenties. Um, I was just DJing, uh, you know, promoting events and stuff. And uh yeah, it was crazy. It was pretty like wacky time. I did a lot of partying. I it was like deep into it did a lot of like drugs and like I was like deep into it I'm having lots of fun uh <laughs> and it was an interesting time in my life but yeah I learned a lot met a lot of cool people and it also kind of got me started on like you know doing creative work because I was like doing those meme videos I was talking about I did like um you know graphic design for the shows and stuff like the posters and stuff like that worked on social media I had to run ads and stuff so that was like my introduction to like creative work I would say so it was very awesome and it was cool to just be around creative people all the time and yeah it was nice I was um uh looking into like uh where you're from and like uh again stalking like every place that you're online <laughs> and 
Uh, is it? Is are you from uh, Fort Saskatchewan? Yeah, yeah. So it, Fort Saskatchewan is just like a small, like, um, I guess, power plant kind of like town where like pretty much everybody in there just does trades work and it's kind of smaller. Um, but yeah, it's just outside of Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. It's like a little bit of a smaller city, but awesome place. My parents still live there. I go there all the time. And and how far away from uh, uh, Edmonton is that? It's like a 20 minute drive. It's like pretty close. Um, okay. Yeah, grew up there most of my like younger years, and then I moved to the city when I was like early twenties. What was it like growing up there? Uh, it was great. Um, <laughs> I like grew up like skateboarding actually a lot. Um, so like we would hang out at the skate park lots, and me and my friends would just do that, and like I don't know, get drunk in the bushes and stuff like <laughs> like that. that <laughs> That's like about it. Um, and it was like it was a great time. Lots of good friends. Um, but yeah, like it's really good for people in trades stuff. But like if you're a creative at all, you feel very out of place. Um, and I didn't even really realize I was creative. I was just like kind of having fun and skateboarding and like partying and stuff. Um, but yeah, I slowly kind of got into music and stuff like that. It made me want to move to the city. So that's what I when I did that. When did you first start getting interested in, in music? Um, I don't know. I think it was like kind of with skateboarding a little bit, like, um, you know, like skate, watching skate videos and stuff. You like, um, <laughs> like listen to a lot of the music or whatever that they use in these videos. So like, I was always just downloading it on my like little MP3 player, like before <laughs> iPods <laughs> were a thing or whatever. Um, but yeah, I'd always have that going and like listen to music when I skateboarded and stuff. And then I kind of just got into like, blogs and stuff and got interested in like electronic kind of music um and that uh yeah that just excited me it was like an exciting time for that type of music so I was stoked on it and I was the only one out of my friend group who listened to it so I was very like just being weird like buying DJ decks and stuff and the like oh really like, yeah everybody's like what do you do and I'm like I don't know just like having fun and uh yeah it, that just kind of led me to meeting new friends i would say i saw uh a couple photos you were tagged in of of you like mid-air on a skateboard <laughs> <laughs> like years and years ago and i was just looking at it and i was like how like how is his how did he not fall like how does he not broken oh, yeah. like how does that work <laughs> yeah yeah well yeah i used to be like i think okay at it like i used to like kind of get free like stuff from a shop because they wanted me oh, to really? like promote them and stuff yeah like so like I was doing it for like I did it for like 10 plus years so like that's probably why I wasn't falling that much but <laughs> I, I yeah I think whatever you share on socials is like the completed trick not like <laughs> the the many fails that you know happened beforehand so um yeah I don't know I just uh did it lots and then I kind of got older and like got a beer belly and stuff so I don't do it as much but <laughs> it's all good uh, I still try to go out whenever I can it's a great you know form of physical fitness I would say so yeah I like it still but did did skateboarding ever teach you anything like about getting something and achieving it <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> No, I, I think like with skateboarding, like you're trying to do a trick or whatever. You're trying to do a bunch of stuff. Um, and it's like a constant thing where you're trying to just get better and better and better. 
Um, and just that in itself is a good rule for or learning for life or whatever. But I think just trying things a bunch of times and then completing it is just a good practice. And that's what I did a lot. And that's kind of how I like stumbled into a lot of things, just like, or even just like building websites or whatever. I just like try things a billion times, <laughs> fall on my face or whatever, um, <laughs> scrape my knee. And then sometimes, you know, things kind of come out on the other side um, and like land a trick or whatever, you know, so. Yeah, I think it's a good life lesson, just trying lots of things uh, <laughs> or just trying to complete something lots of times and failing a lot and then just kind of getting to that point where you do end up completing it and it feels good. Uh, did you ever have to, uh, so like when you were kind of like further along uh, with skateboarding and like you could do tricks that you couldn't do before and things like that, were there ever any people that joined you when they were like just getting started? And was that kind of like a weird conversation to have when they were like really scared about something? You were like, oh, dude, it's fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, totally. I think a lot of the people that grew up in the town, um, like, I don't know, they're younger or whatever. They're just getting into skateboarding. I kind of just um, and try to be like, yeah, just go for it or whatever. I, I, I mean, I say that a lot. I say just ship it like to literally everybody uh, <laughs> or just send it or whatever, because like, that's just how you figure things out and whatever. And I'll tell anybody that even from skateboarding, but like, you know, people that might be worried about creative things or launching their product or whatever. I'm just like, just ship it, whatever, figure it out. Like just like send it off the like ramp or whatever and go for it, whatever. Um, I think it's a good life lesson for sure. Like uh, if you're, if you're constantly waiting for the right moment or you're waiting for the right conditions, like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that might not happen you'll never feel ready yeah <laughs> no no I don't think anybody ever feels ready or like has all the things in place or whatever um yeah people overthink things a lot I just like kind of go for it fall on my face whatever and then sometimes it works out but other <laughs> other times it doesn't that's okay I um uh so the town that I grew up in uh was like a suburban town in Pennsylvania and um uh I remember uh, there weren't a lot of people in, in my town that were really uh, like super well-known in, in creative things. Like there's, there was a lot of like fine arts, but in terms of like web design or, or anything like that, at least I didn't, I wasn't exposed to any of that or like graphic design or anything like that. And then um, I was listening to a podcast like in, in 2012 and uh, it was about Michael Beirut and he was talking about like how he grew up in Ohio and like he had a lot of the same things that I was feeling at the time. And then he like went and did all of these things and had this crazy life and stuff like that. And that uh, was when I was like, oh, well, he can do it. Maybe I can do it. <laughs> it's like yeah. somebody showing me that like these are these options out there that you you might not even know about. Uh, did you ever have an experience like that? Uh, yeah, kind of. I think like when I first moved to Edmonton or whatever, like I was doing a lot of shows and promoting with this company. And there's one guy who like owned it specifically. Um, and he was just like kind of a creative individual, just been doing events and parties and like a bunch of creative things for a long period of time. And he just like had a good lifestyle. Um, and that was just like kind of eye opening to me. Like he just kind of like chilled and worked on creative things all day. And I'm like, I didn't even realize I was in the realm of possibility. Like <laughs> I I went to like college after 
um, high school or whatever and like took like a HVAC like refrigeration college course or whatever and that's like a trade basically I was like you're on rooftops fixing air conditioning units or whatever it's like terrible job I hated it but I, I was doing that when I first moved to the city and then I was just looking at my job like it's really cold in Canada. I'm on roofs, like fixing oh my things. God. It's like terrible. Um, and like, you're like the last line of defense if things break. So like, you know, the heat for like an entire building can go or whatever, and you have to fix it. So it's like, you can't duck out. So it's like a lot of pressure. You make lots of money or whatever, and that's cool. But like, I hated it with like every little inch of my being. And then I'm kind of just looking at this guy and he's just like doing creative stuff, like throwing parties, like having fun, like, has a nice place like just just does whatever he wants and I'm like yeah I kind of want that shit like, that, that like let's let's do more of that and then I think with that I was kind of just like okay well how do I do that and I'm like well I mean I just want to make like computer money or whatever and that, <laughs> yeah and that just started like a five-year like stretch of like trying to figure that out uh and it was messy for sure there's lots of things I could dig into there but why not we have all the time if you like <laughs> yeah for sure well yeah I mean uh yeah I could start to dig into that a bit so like when I quit my trade job I just worked at a warehouse or whatever just like basic I made like signs with my hands or whatever um and it was pretty chill um but during that time I just listened to podcasts I was like my goal was to make computer money basically um and I didn't even care what it was like it was social media graphic design like marketing I didn't even think about websites at that point um <laughs> and I, I was just doing it for this like promo company they didn't pay me anything though so I like um you know try to get freelance clients or whatever just doing social or like graphic design or whatever and it was like so messy because I had no idea what I was doing no formal training like nothing I was just like kind of falling on my face whatever <laughs> trying to do whatever I could in my downtime um I would like I'd make like promo videos for like companies i would use like after effects on my like laptop that was like 10 years old i couldn't even see the playback on after effects because it was like my computer was so crappy and like so i had oh, to like really? export it every single time to just see what i did basically uh and it was just like the worst experience it took me like <laughs> it took me like oh man at least like 10 to 20 hours just to like do like a 30 second clip or whatever and i got paid like 50 bucks or something it was just like crazy wow. but it but it was good to just like, I don't know, I was like, okay, I'm making money doing creative stuff, whatever. Um, so yeah, it was, it was, that was pretty chill. Um, but then I kind of like quit that warehouse job, got offered a job at like a bigger or not a bigger promotion company, but one that was just willing to pay me to do things. Was this uh, uh Howl? No, that was like, oh, okay. Later that was on. About, yeah, that was definitely later on for sure. Gotcha. Um, yeah, they're like a, an agency locally, good, good friends. But yeah, um, so I worked for this promotion company or whatever. I was just doing graphic design, whatever, like worked with this dude in like an office or whatever. And it was just like a terrible experience. Like he just, he paid me, but like it was barely anything. I wasn't mm -hmm. paying, I wasn't paying taxes. I had no <laughs> idea. Like I was definitely just allegedly. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Canada Revenue Agency don't come after me but um <laughs> yeah no I I was just like winging it really I was just like I just want to dive into that world or whatever and I just started making money with them he just kind of let me go randomly like after hmm. a couple months <laughs> I just came into the office he's like I can't pay you anymore so I'm like oh okay sick 
<laughs> it wasn't like a good formal like business. Oh trip. my god! Yeah, it was yeah. just like today's the day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, literally. Like I think oh that my was. Gosh. Well, I think he realized that he just got himself into a situation where he had to pay me lots, and it was just like he was just taken on debt or whatever. He just not mm. the smartest uh, scenario or whatever for both parties, but whatever. So like I was there without a job. I had no creative like anything, like no certificates or really anything. Um, and then following that, I worked for like a guy that was really high up in a pyramid scheme. Um, what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> yeah, there's like, I feel like these are like the bosses that you meet throughout like a video game. There's oh, my like... <laughs> oh yeah. No, I definitely like went through like, there's like a bunch of those stages where it's just like, I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing, but like, uh, uh, yeah, we're going for it. Um, yeah. So this guy was like super high up in a pyramid scheme. He made like a couple million dollars just doing this because he was really early in like our area or whatever. They sold like water machines or something. Like, I don't know if you've heard of like Congan water or whatever, but they're basically water like, machines? yeah, like, they're basically, like... yeah, they're basically like $10,000 water machines that you plug into your thing. And apparently they're just like life changing water. They clean a bunch of stuff out of it. It's basically nonsense in my mind, but um, yeah, they make you like when you get into pyramid scheme, you have to buy this $10,000 machine and then you just try to sell it to other people basically. And he just did that a wow. lot and made like a couple million dollars. So he was kind of like, oh, I'm like, good to go. This is a good, solid business or whatever. And then he's like, I'm going to hire a team or like, let's go. And he bought this huge office with like five offices. Uh, like there was three team members five offices huge like boardroom a little podcast room we invested a bunch bought a po- bunch of podcast gear all this stuff like secretary the whole thing like just went a hundred thousand dollars deep into like this business and i'm like yeah i mean i i need a job so like what's up uh, <laughs> and yeah like he got me doing like odd podcast audio like editing i did like promo videos for them i ran ads wow. i did website stuff i did social like all the things i was just kind of like the you know, creative tech guy or whatever i had no idea what i was doing um but yeah he just like started this it was like two or three months of us just like making weird videos trying to make sales funnels and like just sell people on this like pyramid scheme or whatever <laughs> and then um yeah and then and then uh yeah it just flopped like hard flop everything just like he's stopped getting sales completely i mean that's kind of just kind of just how those pyramid schemes kind of go like you're like really strong at the beginning if you like are early um you can make lots of money and that's cool um well not really that cool but um cool for him yeah 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 i guess <laughs> i mean cool for me because it, it paid my wages for a couple months um but yeah it was uh it was a weird scenario he's just like i'm like just we got this huge office like he bought all this furniture he bought all this stuff and it was just like it just kind of went to zero really quickly and uh yeah uh that was an interesting experience for sure <laughs> um but yeah have, and then, have so, you ever yeah. tried to like sit back and like try to think about how that guy's brain worked oh <laughs> like, yeah just sure. like no. analyze that guy <laughs> yeah yeah no i mean i think he made some poor choices but Overall, like, he's actually a pretty good dude. Like, I still talk to him every once in a while. We worked on, like, some t- little things, like, shortly after. But, like, overall, a good person. I liked him and his family, and, like, they're good. They're, he just, like, 
wasn't very smart from a business perspective just young like like had a bunch of money and he's like i don't let's do it or whatever <laughs> and i was like okay yeah sure whatever um i'll come along wow. for the ride um but yeah i think he's doing okay i think he's just doing some something similar maybe with crypto or whatever i don't know <laughs> not, not my vibe no more for sure but yeah that was an interesting time for sure um it was fun ish ish <laughs> <laughs> what what was the next uh, boss for you to to fight? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so like I got I got super lucky and like I actually just ended up getting like a freelance um job working at this agency called Launch Titans based in uh the states or whatever. Um I literally just like commented on a Facebook group post or whatever. Like somebody was just like, "Hey, I need some help project manager." I was like, "All right, I could do that. Sure." Um so I just commented and joined as a freelance and then I just worked really hard, worked my way up and ended up just being a project manager. Um, they're just doing like a lot of marketing campaigns for a bunch of different brands. Um, I just managed like, you know, graphic design, landing pages, copywriting, all that stuff. And uh, just, yeah, tried to make these people some money. Um, it was a weird setup though. Like they just kind of like, threw me at it and I'm like I have no idea what I'm doing um and he basically they just had like a lots of clients and like the main guy who like runs it and sells everybody on it was like um they're very much a bottleneck in a lot of scenarios uh I had no idea how to do anything trying to get some time with him was just like ridiculous so he really just like fed me to the wolves or whatever and that I think it was a good thing almost because I just had to figure everything out and it worked out but yeah, it was definitely like just an interesting experience going from like working on a, like a pyramid scheme to like <laughs> to, to like legit just like handling like $10,000 a month clients with their like $100,000 like marketing budget kind of thing, um, like doing a lot of paid ads and stuff. It was kind of crazy, uh, but it was fun. <laughs> it doesn't sound uh, it sounds like this is something that was good. Uh looking back on it but in the moment very stressful no yeah extremely stressful um but like it kind of you know put me in that pressure cooker kind of scenario where i'm like okay well i just have to figure this out because i don't want to go back to pyramid scheme work or whatever and i don't want to go back to a trade so like i just have to figure this out um they're willing to pay me like american money and i'm like okay that's cool <laughs> um like let's do it um yeah and yeah i just went after it really um tried to figure things out i definitely dropped the ball a lot of times in that scenario like uh, i just had no idea how to do any of it and i was kind of just like basing it off what other project managers were doing on their campaigns and i would just ask them like hey what should i do here and they're like i don't know like do this <laughs> okay sounds good um, that is now my plan <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i eventually kind of got fairly good at it but uh yeah um also like during that time is when I kind of was like I was doing like that kind of like freelance almost full-time um but then I started working with Howl which is like a, a local agency and they're just like good friends of mine and uh yeah we were just kind of um they had an office downtown in Edmonton I just kind of went and started working with them there and uh, I would do like the launch Titan stuff and Howl at the same time and I was just like it was hectic, but uh, I made some good money. It was probably one of the better times of, in terms of money. 
um following like just making nothing for a long time like i actually was able to like pay my bills and uh like get a computer and stuff which is nice but <laughs> yeah wow so i guess going through that whole story and then going back to the beginning of being in this this job uh working in hvac systems and sometimes like when you go to college for something or you spend a lot of time doing that thing you kind of feel uh stuck and you're like oh well i put all this time and effort and energy and money into learning this um i'm not allowed to change (laughs) did you ever feel that way no i mean i don't know i i wouldn't advise this for anybody but i just like went for i just quit like i was just like yeah like i was very like i don't like this peace out like whatever (laughs) like i'm done like this is like like i'm over this like really quickly uh i'm very like maybe impulsive like that a little bit which was kind of a dumb thing for me because like i just i was like a lot of years where like i just could barely afford things i was like borrowing money from money mart or whatever it's like a money lending thing (laughs) just to like pay like my truck bill and stuff and like it was like a good couple of years of like thin ice for sure um thankfully like my parents lived not far out of the city so like you know I could kind of go there and like grab food every once in a while or whatever but um yeah it was an interesting time but yeah no I I wasn't it wasn't it was an easy decision for me because I just knew I wanted a better life for myself um and I wanted to do something creative and it was just like such a clear thing in my mind that I'm like this is not for me I gotta try it out uh, and just go for it or whatever um and I went for it and it ended up working out which was cool uh, but it took a long time to get there so yeah it was an interesting experience for sure that must have sucked <laughs> <laughs> I don't know it was, it was like it's okay like I'm overall pretty like chill like I'm just like okay well this is what I gotta deal with or whatever um but yeah definitely lived in like some interesting like apartments that were cheap like one um like had bed bugs and there was just like people sleep people sleeping by the back door and like knocking on my window and stuff like it was like kind of the hood uh in Edmonton um yeah but it was cheap or whatever and I just like did it or whatever um but yeah I don't know like I'm like it was fine. Uh, I was able to just like start working on cool things that I liked. Um, you know, I was just kind of like making posters for parties and like just doing a bunch of random things, whatever I could do to pay the rent. And it, yeah, it was a better life than having, making lots of money doing that thing that I really didn't like. Um, which is, yeah, that might not be for some people. Like, I don't think, I think a lot of people like to have that comfortability and like nice apartment, nice things like (laughs) you know like be able to afford food and stuff but um yeah if you really want to make a change in your life or it's just something that's drawing you to a different you know um path i would say um you know just just go for it why not was there kind of like you you said that uh um that looking back on it it might have seemed a little impulsive or, or something like that um yeah was there a realization that you had that you were like okay tomorrow's my last day like this is this is the thing that's the tipping point did that happen 
uh i don't know if there was like a grand moment it was just like the job was wearing me down very slowly um and i would always just be like dealing with people like the bosses and like the people that work there um we're just like typical like rural like dudes that just like they're stoked on their quad or whatever uh that they what does them. that mean <laughs> like you know like a quad like a four-wheel kind of like oh got it got it okay yeah or like their trucks or whatever and like they're oh, they're fine people or whatever but it's just like there's a huge disconnect to me like i had this like completely separate life where i was just going to like parties all the time hanging out with creative people and like meeting artists touring artists from all over the world and stuff and it was just like really fun uh, and I was just happy. That was like my nightlife or whatever. And my day was just living with these old grumps that just like fix things on roofs or whatever. And I'm like, ah, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> they just, I, I didn't even tell them of what I did outside of the things. Like it just felt really very like I would get made fun of or whatever. Like, yeah, just made fun of a, in a lot of different ways. So like, yeah, I was just kind of like, this is not for me. Uh, and it was, a gradual thing but it was definitely like a realization i think i actually um one of the main things it was just like like one of the main bosses was just like hey what's going on like what are you doing like what's what's up like you're just like screwing up and a lot of things or whatever and i was like interesting yeah like he kind of like came to me just checking in or whatever um he's like what's uh what's up with you and i'm like uh i hate this uh I like straight up, I was like <laughs> I, I i dislike this this is not for me and he's like yeah, that's okay. Well, maybe we'll just have to let you go then or whatever. And I was like, yeah, cool. Right. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you or whatever. Cause I, I really didn't give a shit about it. Like I, I was not doing a good job and like, I would just like chill on, like they give you a truck or whatever to drive around in. And I would just like chill in there. Like, I don't know, listen to music or whatever and just do <laughs> things that weren't my job basically. Um, <laughs> so like, yeah, it wasn't, uh, wasn't for me. And I was just like, I got to get out of here. So I did that. I had uh, two experiences like that in my life. And uh, yeah, they really sucked. <laughs> One was, uh, I was I was working um, as an intern at this uh, graphic design job that I had that I was very, very lucky to have. Um, uh, but I, I, I would catch myself like, going to the bathroom a lot just to like to have a <laughs> moment <laughs> just by myself <laughs> yeah, yeah. and uh i i would just be like standing in there i was just like oh my god like when i go back out there i'm gonna have to go do this thing that i don't want to do and then a another time i was um i was a maid in college and uh i was like because I, I was I would be a maid for several families. So like in the morning, I would go to one family, do all their laundry. The next family was midday. And then the night family was the last. And I was doing like my fifth load of laundry that day <laughs> or something <laughs> like that. And um, uh, I like I just started having like a, a breakdown and I just hid in this wealthy family's laundry closet. <laughs> and I was just by myself. <laughs> for like five minutes i was like what am i doing like am i ever gonna have like a job that i like all of this kind of stuff like i was studying graphic design but um i wasn't sure if that's what i wanted to do forever and everything like that and um those those moments uh it's really hard to see a way out <laughs> yeah totally 
like yeah. I I really was blind like I had no idea what I wanted to do or whatever I just knew I what I was doing was wasn't what I wanted to do so yeah I definitely feel you there it's like there was definitely a lot of moments where I was just like what am I doing dude like you would need to like stop doing this uh, like I think when I got bed bugs at that apartment I was like oh my god dude like what am I doing uh, like I just had a couple moments I actually think I moved back with my parents after that um, for a, like a couple months just to, like kind of get my head straight because I was just like oh man like I need to do it but um, I don't know it still was like no matter what at the bottom at the end of the day I was like I just don't want to do things that I don't want to do uh, like that's it um I can't I don't thrive in that scenario um so like yeah I think that's what a lot of entrepreneurs and like creative people kind of hit that crossroad where they're just like I can't work for somebody else or like I can't like be in this scenario uh because it just doesn't work for me I don't like listening to people (laughs) like I'm like definitely like that uh and that's kind of why I like need to kind of almost feel like I need to be the boss in some scenarios I just don't really like listening I I just I don't think I it's not that I think I know better or whatever it's just like um I want to be in full control of my destiny path whatever and I want to be the only person that can blame when things go wrong um so like I don't want to be able to like you know a lot of those scenarios where you don't like your job or whatever you're like blaming other people like the boss sucks or whatever situation sucks job sucks or whatever that's why I'm unhappy but um, I prefer to just be like, okay, well, the only reason why you're failing right now is because you didn't work, Keith. So, you know, that's it. <laughs> yeah. I remember hearing someone uh, say something along the lines of like, she was in like a really tough part of her life, but she said that um, that she's, she really hoped that the source of her problems was herself because then she could do something about it. Yeah, it kind of sounds like no, that's like what you're talking about. No, that's 100 percent true. I think like um, I think, well, we're just in like a um, a good scenario right now, I guess, in work and life and stuff where we'll, a lot of people can make money just doing whatever they want or like in creative things um, just virtually through the Internet or whatever. You could just be a freelancer and work on things. And um, yeah, I think that's a that's a great situation for a lot of people who feel like that. <laughs> where, they, where they yeah just don't like what they're doing they could just kind of you know, take a course on something and pick it up and then just start trying to get clients and you could do that in your downtime and then you end up with a, like a full-time job just freelancing for yourself which is nice it's really funny how many people i talk to that that say um uh what i'm doing now for my full-time job i never would have considered as an option <laughs> Oh, dude, web- websites was like very far away from what I wanted to do or like thought I was going to do. I really thought I was going to be like just marketing guy or whatever. Um, but yeah, I don't even really I don't know how I fell into websites. Uh, I-, I think I was like when I was working with like Howl and Launch Titans at the same time, like I was doing just like a lot of um, like organizing for website stuff for people to build. Um, and I always kind of thought that was cool, but then I kind of came across like awards and like a mm. few and like Webflow and stuff. And I was like, oh, this is like super creative and interesting. It's like kind of an intersection. All the things that I really like is creativity and um, kind of development and stuff. So I was like, oh, this is cool. 
Um, so I just started trying to do that um, freelance and that side of things. <laughs> Did you have any uh, web creation experiences before Webflow that you could have like this horrible experience to compare it to what Webflow is, which is what I believe is like this, <laughs> some of the source of my happiness in life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. No, I, I was definitely like, I was definitely like a WordPress dude for a long time. Um, I think like first couple of websites I did were like just music blogs, actually. Um, I just created like a couple different ones and uh, they were all on WordPress or whatever. And I just kind of wanted to figure that out. So that was like the first couple of sites I built. And uh, yeah, overall, that was like, okay, they never went anywhere or whatever. But um, yeah, following that, I was working on WordPress stuff at the agencies I worked with. So, you know, ended up building a couple of sites in WordPress and I was like, this is okay or whatever. But then, you know, you realize like the flaws in it, just like the updates and like plugins and like things mm -hmm. just breaking or whatever. You don't have full design control in a lot of scenarios um you're kind of working off a theme or whatever i mean i think um like a tool like elementor or whatever kind of helps with being a little bit more custom with it but like overall um it just didn't have like that design kind of feel that i really like or like the quality um in a lot of ways so yeah i was kind of just searching for different things and then webflow came about and i was just like oh amazing <laughs> amazing um and yeah I just, I had to figure it out. It just, I don't know why. <laughs> and uh, yeah, here we are. <laughs> yeah, I remember I started crying <laughs> when I first started. Because I, uh, I think I, I committed to a project um, that I wasn't really quite sure how to do. And then I found Webflow and I was like, oh my God, this is the solution to all my problems. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. I, yeah, everybody I talked to that got yeah. into Webflow like feels kind of like that, where there's like like a a terrible time beforehand, and then Webflow is <laughs> just like the new future, and you're like, just your life's completely flipped upside down. It's like game changer. It's like a um, a different version of like BC AD. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, Webflow's Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's definitely a snippet right there. Webflow is Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you had this kind of like um, uh, uh, daytime Keith and then uh, nighttime Keith, and you were saying that like you didn't really want to tell anybody because you thought that they would like make fun of you or something like that. Oh, uh, what did you think that they would make fun of you about? Oh, just like uh DJing like just in general like we want to just play like guitars or like a real instrument or kind of thing um but also like they were just like kind of to be honest like just fairly homophobic and just like against like a lot of that stuff you just hear them talk talking that way a lot mm. um and yeah like I, I I don't know I think in just in general it was just like um they were very negative towards creative things or whatever mm. like just calling anything creative kind of fruity and like i'm like what that doesn't make sense. <laughs> um so yeah like that was just a lot of the talks and like even i think i brought up some of the things or whatever i was like oh i like this type of music or whatever and they're like oh that's gay or whatever i'm like dude like what are you like this is just these old 
grumpy <laughs> men that just have like nothing better to do in life. I absolutely hated it. Like it was just really? like not yeah, like just these people, like I don't know, it's uh it's a common thing in that type of work where it's just like you're just chilling with dudes all the time. Like it's just um very men orientated thing and they're just like don't have a creative bone in their body or whatever. They're just and uh yeah, it was a lot of spite. Like I just kinda was like, I don't like you people like I don't mm. I like it's it was just so glaringly clear to me and it just wore me down over time um but yeah I don't know I think um I much preferred the nightlife key so I was just like I'm gonna go with that and uh you said that in your in your 20s uh there were uh a lot of enhanced experiences <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> and Lots. so where uh did you Sometimes when people do that, they learn life lessons or they, they realize things about themselves that they wouldn't have. Like some people, they meditate and they do that. Other people, they just have like psychedelic experiences. Um, were there any for you that, that nighttime Keith had? Uh, yeah, well, I had lots. Um, <laughs> and it was like over a good period of time and I explored a lot of things and it was really fun. I um, went to a lot of festivals and stuff and like the festival culture is pretty big in uh, Canada or whatever. So like, there's lots of things to go to. Thankfully got to play a couple of them as well, which was awesome. Um, but yeah, like, um, yeah, I definitely explored a lot of things. Um, probably every, almost every, <laughs> every drug I would say. <laughs> um, but You're still I, standing. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's okay. I don't really do that too much anymore, but it was a good experience and it was really fun. Um, I don't think there was ever like a clear point, like distinction point that I was like, oh, I'm tripping on acid. Like, I'm like, I want to be a creative person or whatever. But I think a lot, a lot of those experiences were just like a gradual thing to me, just being a lot more open, um, deciding like, I want to be a creative person or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. And I think just, yeah, those experiences definitely just helped with that um, a fair bit. Um, but yeah, there wasn't like a light bulb moment, like, oh, I'm tripping. I want to just do this. Now, <laughs> um, but I think it like, you know, it made me um, excited to like engage with people, be around, you know, creative people and just like, you know, be an open, open and like caring individual. I think that comes with a lot of that type of stuff. So um, yeah, it was, it was helpful for sure, I would say. I still, I just a side note. I still do mushrooms, uh, and like microdose them in the morning sometimes. Uh, and yeah, it's still illegal up here. So yeah, RCMP don't come after me. But um, this is all alleged. These are all just stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> None of I, this is real. <laughs> I allegedly eat mushrooms. Um, no, but that like helps me just like especially like you know you're working on your computer all day every day. Um, it just kind of like opens my mind up to be a little bit more like ha having fun or enjoying myself a little bit or more engaging in calls or whatever. I like to take like a higher dose on Saturday and get creative and like make, you know, rugs or whatever, or, like weird stuff. Um, but yeah, like I, I find it helps with business as well. Like it helps me get focused or whatever. It's not enough. So you're like kind of weird out of your mind, but um, it's just enough that you're just like, it's like a positive spin on your day, basically. Uh, and I I love it a lot. It's very helpful for me. I've I've never had those experiences before, um, but I know that your I've been told that your brain like 
releases DMT like naturally and so that is the cause for a lot of people's weird nightmares or dreams or things like that and when I talk to my friends I have these like really intense dreams or like I have nightmares on like a regular basis of just like crazy stuff and when I talk to my friends about that they're like I don't remember the last time I dreamed and I'm like what do you mean I have like nightmares like three times a week like what are you talking about <laughs> like things that like that are like crucial to a problem that I'm going through or my relationship with someone that I don't really talk to anymore or something like that and sometimes I learn a lot from those dreams and um yeah it's it's definitely I, I guess that's the closest thing that I've had is just like really intense dreams from weird amounts of natural chemicals in my brain <laughs> no yeah no I think that's a good thing like whether you're like taking drugs to do it or if you're just like meditating or um a healthier version of it um or like dreaming and like taking notes of your dreams and stuff like that I think that's all like really good things because there's like I think there's just like an under layer that's like not face value um of things that are going on in your like mind and heart and health or whatever that you just don't really uncover in your day-to-day like when you're going about your normal life or whatever so like it's good to tap into that lower layer or whatever I think every once in a while and just kind of explore and um, yeah dig deep into those things and whether that's through dreaming or meditation or doing acid or whatever (laughs) (laughs) your options are broad (laughs) (laughs) yeah for sure yeah just explore whatever whatever works for you works yeah has there has there any been anything repetitive for you that that you like thought about or dreamed about or saw in an enhanced experience (laughs) um i don't think so not really like i i think um um just generally just very focused on building the life that i want and i think that comes out in a lot of different ways um i'm just like like very focused on it and I just like relentless about it so like I think that comes out in my dreams or experiences or whatever I just like want to get after it and do cool things so that's a constant it's always been a constant for me it's just doing cool things like even like talking about skateboarding and like doing music and then doing like creative work or whatever it's always just been like I just want to do dope shit that's it I want to do cool stuff (laughs) like I I want it to be a hell yeah um not like just a maybe or whatever like I guess that's like a philosophy, just focus on the, focus on the hell yes, and uh, just put away with the maybes, and that kind of translates to people and experiences in life or whatever for me, but yeah. Do you ever have, uh, I guess the first question is like, uh, were there ever any people that you knew that were kind of in the same situation that you were a long time ago, where they were like, I don't really like this job that I have, like this isn't for me but they they stayed there and you moved on and did something else do you have any relationships like that yeah like a lot of people I grew up with like um there were some people that I kind of connected with on a creative level in that small town um but they just like ended up like they had a good job or whatever or like that paid them really well and they like might have invested in a house or something really early or like um bought a car or whatever that they had to pay for or whatever um and yeah, that just kind of deters people sometimes from taking that leap into a creative world or whatever. Like they just want to be around their families or they're just having kids or house or whatever. And yeah, I definitely, um, 
yeah, they're cool. Like I still talk to them and stuff, but yeah, it's just like completely different worlds at this point. Like that was, you know, I, I think maybe like eight years ago, I moved to the city. And I think at that point I was just like doing different things, but, um, and they just kind of stayed in the city and that's just the way it goes. But yeah, like, I think, um, I also did some of those things. Like I bought like a really nice truck when I was working in that trade and, yeah. uh, yeah, like I should have been smart about this and like thought about when I was quitting my trade job, like, okay, like I need to pay for this truck or whatever. Um, but I didn't think about that and it got defaulted on and like took in away from me and stuff. Like it was oh. like, yeah, it was definitely like, um, <laughs> it was a rough couple of years for sure. Um, but yeah, whatever way she goes. <laughs> what kind of truck was it? It was like a 2000, like a 12, like GMC Sierra or something, two door. It was nice. I, I loved it. Um, but yeah, I just, uh, couldn't afford it it was like 500 bucks a month or something for payments it's like rent yeah yeah it was a lot (laughs) it was like it was like almost a brand new truck when i bought it and uh yeah it was just like the thing you did when you're like young in that small town like everybody got a truck everybody like got a nice car and everybody started buying houses or whatever um i just bought a truck and then i moved to the city and i was like oh i don't care about this stuff really Uh, so uh yeah i don't know it was a weird weird transition phase but yeah I, I i wish i still had the truck but i don't whatever i'm very happy with where i'm at <laughs> i had a question sometimes i get so like in the moment with someone and usually my brain is going in the background and then sometimes our brain is just like emily you know what no you're done <laughs> <laughs> no it's all good i'm just way too interesting that's that's what's going on <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but um, uh, oh, I remember what I was gonna say. Uh, so uh, something that that I've talked about before is um, uh, the fact that I uh, I I got this like dream job that I wanted, and then uh, something that's horrible sometimes is when you you get this dream job and then you realize it wasn't what you thought it was going to be, yeah, <laughs> and then you feel a little stuck. <laughs> and um, uh, I am. Um, uh, I made the decision not to renew, um, my contract and it was very scary. Uh, and I had to plan financially for it, but, um, I made that decision and then slowly one by one, I had to tell each of my, uh, coworkers, um, like mm-hmm. over zoom, cause that's how my life is. And, <laughs> and, uh, I, I had these like private one-on-one conversations with each person that I worked in with saying that like, Hey, like. Um, I'm going to be leaving soon, all this kind of stuff. And uh, I I fully expected them to be like, you're making such a big mistake. Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> like, this is such a good job. Like, what's like, you're ungrateful, like all of this kind of stuff. That's what I was expecting. But the, the, the response that I got was actually terrifying <laughs> because <laughs> the response was, um, wow, I'm so proud of you like i i wish i could be doing what you're doing um but i can't because i have like kids and a mortgage yeah. and i was like but, but they said like i'm so proud that you're doing it and you're realizing it this young when you don't have other people you have to provide for and mm-hmm. i was just looking at them i was like that sounds terrifying <laughs> oh totally 
Yeah, no, that's that's extremely terrifying. I actually really dislike the the you know the structure that is kind of presented to us as like young people or whatever. Like, hey, go to college, get a job, get that dream job. You're kind of stuck with it. I think it's definitely going away more now. But when I was like first getting into it, it was very common. Like my parents were like, "You should go to college. You should get a trade or whatever." And I'm like, "Okay, yeah, like I'll do that. I guess my, all my friends are doing it, whatever." But yeah, I think like there should be a point where you're just kind of figuring things out really early um, because they're, you know, in your early 20s, like you should be exploring different things, finding what you like versus like going into a college thing that you have no idea if you're like working the job, you have no idea if you're going to like kind of thing. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm happy it's kind of trending in that way. But yeah, I understand like a lot of people just kind of get into that scenario where they buy the house or they have kids or whatever, and you're kind of stuck at that point. Um and yeah, like one one of my brothers just bought a house and I'm, he's just like, he's kind of, he's kind of in it now, you know, like there's not, uh, you can't just make a hard switch once you kind of make that stuff. So yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, it's interesting. Occasionally I, uh, um, there was a period of time where I was just like going on Eventbrite or like random things online and I, I had no idea what like UX was. And so I was just going to these random zoom meetings that were just online and i was just like weirdly just in the background just listening to what these people had to say and there was this one guy who um for, for some like his dream was that he wanted to be like a, a leader of ux for some like government organization and i was like okay that's your dream and he was doing something completely different um, and he said that he sold his house, moved to like Virginia, and and somehow got this job. And he said he he turned his whole life around in like a year. And I was like, how? Who? And I was just listening to this this Zoom meeting, and and he, he was pretty much saying like it's really really hard, but it is possible. So, like you may think that you're you're stuck um, because of these investments that you made. Um, but there, there is a way out and listening to it, I was like, interesting. <laughs> good oh, to yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think that's a really good point to make because yeah, I think like we were definitely like, okay, yeah, you get that, the kids in the house and you're done. <laughs> it's over. Um, but that's not, that's not actually the case. Like, I think you could probably kind of shift some things around. It's just like a little bit harder in my mind, but a lot yeah. bit harder. <laughs> yeah, a lot bit harder. <laughs> Yeah, but I think if you really want to do something, there's there's ways, um, and you just gotta like get after it. I think and try to make those moves, make some sacrifices so it works. But yeah. So kind of like going all the <laughs> way back, um, I when you when you were a little kid before you knew what a job was, <laughs> or like how expensive. Uh, maybe the payments that your parents made on their home was, yeah. uh, what did you want to be when you were going to grow up? <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't know. Actually, I don't think I had anything in mind. I, it was probably skateboarding for sure. Like really? I wanted to be a pro skateboarder. Yeah. Like I think, um, like the first Tony Hawk game, like came out when I was like really young and I played that on like PlayStation or whatever. It was like, the first playstation and uh yeah i was just like i, I like skateboarding i want to do this or whatever <laughs> and then I, I just got a skateboard and i was just doing that for like 
really young, like eight, 10 ish. And then I was doing that until I was almost 20, like pretty steadily. Like that was all I did outside of school or whatever. Um, so yeah, it was, that was my focus for sure. Um, but yeah, that's like a really hard thing that it's extremely hard to be like a pro <laughs> or make any living doing skateboarding when you're in like Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, like you need to be in California for that. So like, yeah, that's not realistic, but it was, yeah, that was, that was it. I don't, I didn't want to be a fireman or <laughs> whatever, whatever the typical things are like. Um, I, I think I might've wanted to do hockey at some point cause I played hockey. Oh, really? Yeah. That is so, a yeah. violent sport. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely interesting. It's, it's like a huge culture thing here. Like it's like a big part of everybody's life or a lot of people's lives, especially in that small town. Like literally everybody's into co- hockey up here. And uh, yeah, you're like, um, it's like a status thing. If you're like, if you're kid like my mom was super stoked on it um you would you you would have like you know like levels of whatever of skill level and that was the teams that you'd get on and stuff like that and I would get up on the higher team sometimes and my mom was just so stoked on that um and then I was just like I'm gonna go skateboarding she's like what (laughs) she was so upset um because she like it was like it's like a status thing right it's an it's an important part interesting um yeah and like literally every, most kids I know like grew up with whatever played hockey at some point um so it's pretty brutal but yeah they basically just have like 16 year old kids like full of testosterone like punching <laughs> each other and stuff like it was it's kind of <laughs> crazy uh I don't know why it's a thing but yeah I mean it's it's kind of cool too though it's like um camaraderie thing like you know the homies that you make like on a, on a hockey team when you're young or like homies forever kind of thing so. <laughs> yeah are some of those homies still your homies <laughs> uh maybe not really uh, but yeah that was like kind of I was super young but um yeah I don't really talk to them too much anymore I don't know yeah that was a long time ago I'm like kind of old so <laughs> <laughs> so there was a, a big move in your life when you moved from kind of like the rural area I'm guessing um to the city um yeah. Something that's kind of funny, at least in my life, because um, I moved some from a place that was kind of rural. Uh, it was called, uh, you won't know, it is, it's called Orfield, Pennsylvania. Oh, nice. <laughs> and it, it yeah. is as it sounds. Um, <laughs> and uh, so I, I moved from there to Philadelphia. And um, uh, it, I remember feeling, I would describe it to people, um, I felt like the life that I had before all of these things in my life had so much meaning to them. Um, like my grades, who I was hanging out with, all of this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I felt like like going to college, I was on a diving board. And then when I went there, all of these things like didn't mean anything anymore. And I felt like the diving board was just like ripped out from under my feet. And I was like thrown into this pool. <laughs> yeah. Did you have that, that experience similar? Um, yeah, like, I don't, I don't know if I really did. I kind of like, um, yeah, I think I was just like, always like, I want to do what I want or whatever. (laughs) Or like, I want to hang out with the people I want. And I didn't really um, care. Uh, And maybe that was like, kind of like a, a fault or like, I didn't really care what my friends thought or like, 
my family thought like I was just like so like I was never like stoked on grades I was never stoked on like anything or like I kind of like I was stoked on the friends I had in my small town but I at the end of the day I just wanted what I wanted um and I was always relentless about it so nothing ever really like felt like a diving diving (laughs) it was very just like I'm gonna do what I want that's it and uh, I just (laughs) I've had that in me forever I don't know why but yeah, I don't know. There was never like a thing that I cared about. Uh, well, I did care about like DJing and stuff a lot. Um, and I think quitting that was a little bit of a diving board moment because I was just like partying too much. I was just spending money partying. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't getting me where I wanted to go, uh, but I liked that lifestyle and I like being like kind of a cool person in this scene or whatever. Uh, and that was, that was nice. But like, yeah, I, I think just quitting that I was just like, okay, well, what do I want to do now? And I'm like, I just want to build websites or whatever. So, <laughs> yeah, it was a little bit of a diving board moment. But overall, I'm like, just, I got to do what I got to do to figure out what I, to get to where <laughs> I want to go, basically. I feel like uh, um, you not going to those, like, those clubs anymore um, or events, was it tough to keep in touch with those people that meant a lot to you? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, um, I still like go out and hang out with them. And sometimes I still DJ every once in a while. Um, but it's kind of few and far between. And yeah, I, I like, I can still hang out with them and talk with them about music stuff or whatever. And it, it feels like a vibe at the time, but like outside of those, uh, like say a bar or whatever, I don't really hang out with them people and those people. And I don't really have like, anything in common with them I'm like trying to talk about webflow or whatever they're like I don't get <laughs> like, what well, I, I don't even know what this is or whatever I was like oh I got like an agency now I like we do a lot of cool stuff we're building websites or whatever and they're like okay yeah cool uh anyways uh, <laughs> you know <laughs> they're just like I mean they're stoked on music they're still not stoked on like nightlife and um you know just building that and that's that's totally cool um, but I, I, I saw no path for me making actual money doing it. Um, and it was just like a bad lifestyle for me. I was just like, you know, just drinking lots, doing drugs and like, just, <laughs> I was, I would just be like hungover for two days. And I'm just like, what, what is the point of this? Like, yeah, I'm not getting where I want to go. So yeah, I had to make a little bit of a switch, but I still dabble sometimes. <laughs> I moonlight occasionally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's super fun it's just like yeah it it has to be very rare uh, i can't do it every weekend you know uh it's funny um sometimes i go back to places that i i used to spend a lot of time um and i i left either for school or some other reason and it's, it feels very strange how i'm so different but the place is the exact same mm-hmm. have you ever had a moment like that uh yeah i don't know if i've had a moment like that but i definitely do feel that way whenever i'm like out and about or whatever or like hanging out with those people um yeah i'm kind of just like i just feel different or whatever um overall um yeah just really stoked on like what i'm building and just feel like that's like where my heart is and when i'm hanging out with those people they're just their hearts in a different place so it's uh, it definitely feels a little weird, but yeah, overall, I don't know. It's it's pretty chill. 
Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I I had a moment where like um, I don't know. I was at this like concert thing that I, I came back from uh from college for, and like all of these kids that I went to high school with like were were there, and they were all like wrapped up in like some drama that was going on or something like that. And everybody looked the exact same. Everybody like it's almost as if nothing had changed, but but I did. Um, cause I, I went off to school and like stopped living in that town and everything. Um, and I just remember like having a full like breakdown afterwards. I was like, I don't belong here anymore, but like, I don't really feel like I belong in Philly either. Cause like, I'm so new there. So like, I have no place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely feel that way all the time. Like, um, all my partners in my business are like in Vancouver. Um, my parents are in Fort Saskatchewan, like my brothers and stuff live out there as well. Um, I have some friends in Edmonton, but it's like, I don't really connect with them on like a creative level. So I definitely feel the same way where I'm just like, I don't know, all over the place and don't feel like I have a home, but I do kind of feel like the internet is where I'm comfortable and like where my home kind of is. And the people that I chat with pretty regularly are like, feel home to me so I think that's just like kind of a new thing that humans are experiencing where like <laughs> you feel like a lot more comfortable on the computer or whatever and uh yeah that's just kind of the way it is but I feel connected to a, like the community virtually um and that that does it for me in a lot of ways yeah I watch your your lives <laughs> the the twitter spaces oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, I really like them. <laughs> yeah, no, they're super fun. Um, yeah, I love doing those with um, Grace and Melissa. They're they're the best. They help me kind of pick up the slack when I don't know what to say. Um, and they're always just have good insights. And um, yeah, it's just a great conversation usually always. Um, and it's super cool just chatting with people. I, I'm sure um, you feel the same where you're just like, I would just want to talk to this person because it's interesting <laughs> or whatever. And that's kind of how I feel about the Twitter spaces too. They're just like a blast. And to me, that's something I look forward to every week or whatever. It's just like, I get to kind of talk about Webflow with people who actually know what I'm talking about or whatever. Um, so yeah, it's very nice. And uh, um, I'm stoked. Everybody listening, definitely come hang out <laughs> for sure. It's good. I'll definitely put a link to your Twitter in the bio so people can go down and follow you while they're listening. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, definitely do that. <laughs> and um, I guess before I go into anything else, uh, how did your your friendship with uh, Grace and Melissa start? Yeah, so um, Grace, I kind of met um, because she's in like the same province as me. Um, like I'm in Edmonton and she's in Calgary, like they're I'm northern Alberta. She's like lower Alberta. They're the two major cities or whatever. Um, but yeah, I think we met because I was just building on Webflow and she came across my site or whatever. It was like a freelancer marketplace I made or whatever. And um, yeah, we just started chatting about Webflow or whatever. We just met via Zoom or whatever and just started chatting <laughs> about Webflow. And it was super cool. Um, but then we both got accepted into the chapter leaders program at Webflow, which was like a team oh. for a little while. Um, so yeah, like it was like just events based in your area or whatever. And I was Edmonton, she was Calgary. Um, so yeah, we both got accepted in that at the same time. So we were obviously just talking and like helping each other out with oh, nice. that, a, that a fair bit. Um, and yeah, it was like, 
yeah, it was great. It was really great meeting somebody that was passionate about Webflow and uh, she's always just like the best uh, and she's just killing it right now. So good. Uh, she's just like a monster on Twitter. Just like process. Yeah, she's just killing it. I'm so stoked for her. I'm very happy for her. Um, but yeah, and I think Melissa just popped into the Twitter space one day and I was like, I like this person a lot. Uh, her, her energy is unmatched and uh, she's just like a fantastic human and we just started doing things together meeting up and then we started doing the twitter space together and then now we're kind of just trying to build community together like i'm just helping with like webflow party stuff and uh yeah we're just trying to build that community as much as possible and kind of eventually do something with it where we can help people kind of get into this world and make a make some money building webflow sites i uh like very loosely know the two of them um, not mm. as well as you do, but sure. I have to say, like, um, Grace, I love her, um, her aesthetic, uh, uh, photos. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, her house is like, just like out of a magazine or something. I don't know. Um, but no, she's got a really good design eye. She's very, like, on point with that. Uh, and I think that just translates to her websites and stuff and her designs and stuff like that. She's like, got a very good style, um, very minimal and just understands, you know, space and colors and just, she has a really good, yeah, system for that, I think. The other day, uh, I have this, this lamp that has like a really nice, like, orangey color. And the other day I took a picture of it um, and it had like a, like a simple background and I sent it to Grace and I was like, hey, I'm you now. <laughs> <laughs> and she just just wanted she was like okay <laughs> oh, that's funny and then um melissa uh i i met her very like briefly at the fin suite show and tell and i i brought out uh podwork which is the site that i um i built uh uh which is yeah it's uh a, a I want more Webflow people on podcasts and I uh, can't do it all myself. So I have this place for all of these people to sign up their podcasts and all these people to sign up as guests. And then maybe they will talk to each other. Um, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> and that's awesome. hey, thank you. It, and it's free, uh, at least for now, for everybody who signs up. But um, uh, other than that, I, I so I brought that to the show and tell. And then Melissa was really nice and she... Um, uh, she gave me all this feedback, but because it was live, um, I got so shy all of a sudden, and it made it look like I didn't give a shit about what she was talking about. I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> I had to uh, DM her on Twitter. I'm so glad her DMs are like available, uh, because I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was just really shy. It's not that I didn't give a shit. I really appreciate it. And she was like, oh, no, it's fine. Like, do you want more feedback? And I'm like, yes, please. Yeah, no, like, like Melissa and Grace, both very chill and approachable. Um, they're like super chill. Like, they, were, I don't think they would take offense to anything. But yeah, Melissa's the best as well. Like, I'm kind of getting just super tight with her um recently we just kind of catch up every week or whatever talk about community stuff but she's the best she's like kind of like me uh in a lot of ways where you know she probably had like an interesting life of partying and like just being oh, on really? the and lots of things and like 
um yeah she's super cool i would suggest having both of them on by the way like 100 percent. they're both super interesting <laughs> in their own right and uh very cool people i i have an episode planned with grace uh nice. in the next couple of weeks and but i don't have one with melissa yet we'll we'll see uh yeah, if she wants sure. to uh, maybe i'll send this to her and be like hey please yeah, so yeah, if you're listening, sure. Melissa, please hang out with me. Yeah, <laughs> please she, be my friend. <laughs> she'll a hundred percent do it. She's so down. <laughs> she's so down to do it, like everything. Like she's so she's a shit. I love her. <laughs> and um, uh, so so that I wanted to to bring up the two of them. Uh, but I wanted to hear a bit more about like um, uh, the the beginnings of of Flo Sparrow and kind of like where the, the name came from like anything that you want to talk about i i would love to hear the origin story <laughs> yeah for sure um so yeah i was like just um I, like that agency i was working for launch titans and howl or whatever both those things kind of just like um kind of got deterred at um beginning of covid um they yeah both of them lost clients or whatever it's kind of just a shitty time overall so i was just like okay well i gotta go I got to figure something out. So I just started freelancing. Um, I actually started doing like Zapier, no code tool, mm. like, like Airtable stuff, um, a little bit of Webflow, but yeah, it wasn't my primary focus. I was just doing all this stuff on Upwork just to make some money. Um, thankfully, I kind of knew what I was doing um, and was able to survive for a little bit. Uh, but then I got, I came across this like tutorial by this guy named Connor Finlayson and I love him. He's wonderful. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, yeah, and it, he, it, just, it was just like him built, like showing how he made like a freelancer marketplace with Webflow, Airtable, and Zapier. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. Okay. <laughs> so I actually just went and kind of copied him in a sense or built one for Alberta just to like test my um, skill level or whatever. And like I learned a ton about Webflow in that experience. And it was like a big project that, I just kind of went after it, whatever. Um, and yeah, I uh, really got into Webflow following that. And I just started doing some freelance stuff. Um, while I was doing freelance stuff, I actually started like a little like, um, like a little automated kind of per product thing that um, kind of paid my bills a fair bit. Um, it was like uh, for insurance agents um, who wanted to interview people. Basically, it was just like a webinar structure system or whatever and I would just whoever signed up for the webinar I'd put all that information in an air table sheet or whatever and just automated oh. the process for them and then I did it for like one person and then their entire company kind of wanted it which is kind of crazy so I was like okay cool um so that made me like maybe four or five grand a month and I was just like I it was really hands-off and I was like oh this is this is nice okay wow so that gave me the opportunity to focus on um, Webflow and learning how to do that um, and just honing my skills there. Um, and then that kind of like product thing just like started to slow down a little bit. I ended up selling it on like one of those business marketplaces or whatever and got, you know, a good little bit of money for that. Um, so that was cool. And then I was just like freelancing Webflow stuff, but I was, I had a little bit of padding now because I sold that thing. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I was just like freelancing on Upwork, um, did a lot of work for a lot of people and just got better at it. And I was like, okay, I kind of want to start like an agency. Uh, so basically uh, I had some friends or whatever, just like homies that I knew from um, a while, like one of my good friends, Omar, 
um, he was just developing Webflow or WordPress websites and Shopify stores. And I was like, hey, do you want to build an agency? And he's like, yeah, cool. Um, <laughs> You're making all of this seem very casual. <laughs> I mean, it kind of is. So, like, <laughs> like it, it really is. Like, I am just like overly, I just regularly chat with people who are doing things. So, like, I just always hung out with him. Like, we we would party together and stuff as well. Like, we're friends in that regard. So, like, I was just like, hey, like, yeah, let's build something or whatever. And he's like, yeah, I mean, I've got nothing going on. So let's try to build it. Why not? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. That's kind of what, what happened. And then uh, I think, I don't even know where I came up to the name, to be honest. I was just like, maybe doing some word association stuff. And I was like, oh, Flow Sparrow kind of just came out or whatever. And I was like, domains available, sick. Okay, <laughs> we're good to go. Done uh, deal. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, okay, we're running with it. Cool. Um, and then uh, I got like a friend of mine, I paid a, a fair bit of bucks to get a branding thing kind of sorted. So gave me like a good style guide and made that kind of Flowsboro logo, which I love. And uh, yeah, so <laughs> following that, there's like maybe six to eight months where I just, we didn't, we were like trying to make a website for it. Didn't really know what our voice was. Didn't really know where mm. like we were going to go with it. Like I really didn't want to just be like an agency that does we build websites, whatever, like a million people have that or whatever. And it's just like, not really where I wanted to go. I wanted to try to find a little bit of a bluer ocean. Um, so I was just thinking about that, but then my other buddy, who's like a really good friend, I've lived with him a couple of times. He was, he lives in Vancouver now, but he was working with like a, a startup um, over there and was like doing product management and customer service or started in customer service and worked his way up to product management. Um, so he's like managing teams and creating systems for that. And oh, wow. uh, it was going really well for him, but then, yeah, he just like, didn't really want to do it anymore. Um, so he just kind of, we were just talking or whatever. And he's like, uh, can I join Fullisboro and help you guys like do this? Like, yeah. Yeah, sure. Let's I mean, <laughs> I mean, it was, it was, it was a lot, it was a lot of conversations, but um, it just ended up kind of being like that. And what we decided on collectively was just like, let's just try to focus on monthly management. Um, Because like, that was something I was doing a lot with as a freelancer was just like working with startups who needed like regular outlining pages, CMS updates, all that stuff. Um, so yeah, we were just like, okay, I saw a lot of other like productized design services and a couple of Webflow ones as well. And I was like, yeah, well, like, why don't we try this or whatever? Um, so yeah, we kind of got our stuff together, um, like kind of made just like a website out of a template almost and, uh, <laughs> just like launched on product hunt and we got our first like couple of clients from that. Wow. And yeah, and like one of them just came in and like paid it for a year up front. And we're like, Oh, okay. Nice. <laughs> like it kind of locked us into working with them, but it was good to have like a little bit of a goose, like a nest egg of money to figure out what the hell we were doing. Um, and that was only, that was pretty much in November last year. Like, wow, it was pretty recent. Um, but then it just kind of went crazy from there. Like I've just been kind of going, um, uh, just working with a lot of brands. Um, and uh, we found some really good ones that pay us nicely and uh, we love them. And we f- came across some bad ones that were not very good for us. Um, so we parted ways with them and yeah, we're just trying to figure out the best way to forward. Um, and yeah, monthly management is a weird one. Uh, it was, it's definitely more difficult than 
uh, just new developments, but it was fun. Uh, it's fun exploring it. And uh, yeah, it's, it's nice having a predictable revenue stream. So um, yeah, that's kind of why we went with that. And uh, yeah, we've been just running with it. We're kind of like focusing on new builds a lot lately and yeah, it's been, it's been crazy. For, like the growth of it has been very surprising to me. Like I had no idea how to do any of this or like how it worked or whatever i'm just i was just like oh, oh people want this okay cool like <laughs> nice like it's just kind of like okay bro <laughs> yeah yeah like pretty much and like i just like want to run this business just being my authentic self so i'm like always just like hopping on sales calls and like sometimes i'll just have you know people that are kind of like kind of like me or whatever that are pretty chill and then we end up working with them or like I'll just end up talking to like a kind of a boomer or whatever that like runs something you know <laughs> it just doesn't jive because I'm not like in like a dress shirt and like mm. super businessy or whatever <laughs> I'm just like talking about doing acid or whatever I don't know but like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean like I, I'm just like kind of weird in that sense and I just like I just want to be myself and like if you want to work for me that's cool but if not like whatever um but, you know, we do serve our clients well and make sure that we're doing a good job and have a pretty good process that we're developing. So it's working out very well. And I'm very stoked to be working with my friends. Um, yeah, just love them to death and they're the best. And it's cool just building something like that with people you care about. How does it feel hearing yourself say all of that? <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's pretty normal. Like, I, yeah. I, I would even tell them that, like, this is sick. <laughs> like, that's a lot of the meetings that we have. We're just like, oh, it's working. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's 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 sweet. Um, yeah, it feels good. I'm stoked on it. Um, I really didn't think I would be able to, or this is where I was going to be here, like what I was going to be doing at all. Really? Um, yeah, like, I didn't even, I'm definitely not a forward thinker. I'm very, like what's up now how do I feel right now kind of in the uh, moment energy. yeah yeah I try to be anyways but all I know is like I just want to build something cool and uh this is probably one of the first things that actually is starting to feel like it's trending in that direction so it feels really good so what's an average day like for you is there an uh, average day uh yeah pretty much I mean it's just me in front of the computer like right here uh, <laughs> Yeah, you no, know, I wake up and like check my phone, see if anybody's yelling at me yet or whatever. <laughs> yet? <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, not yelling at me, but just like messaging in the channel, wanting something or whatever. Um, basically, we have a Slack with all of our clients just attached or whatever. And I kind of like, this, this is not, I need to create a morning routine where I don't look at my phone the first thing, but that's pretty much what I do. I was just like, okay. I got to do this. What do I have to do today? Whatever. Come up, kind of hop on, look at my to-do list tasks or whatever. Um, and I just like start usually in the morning, like the first like four hours a day, I just don't have meetings. I make sure I book them in the afternoon. Um, so I could do like actual work. Uh, so yeah, that's what I focus on for the first like four hours. Is I just like build stuff or organize some things or whatever. Um, just do that deep work. I listen to loud, aggressive music lots. And really, uh, yeah, just like whatever. <laughs> um, like my roommate probably hates me, but I'm <laughs> I am very much like uh, work, loud music, 
like just jamming <laughs> out like whatever like I will I I'm sure I look like a complete freak like in my day-to-day because I'm just listening to music <laughs> so loud I'm like singing along to rap tunes or whatever and like working like it's it's definitely chaotic for sure um, but I love it to death and it's like my favorite way to live and then um yeah then in the afternoons I just like or I'll have a sandwich sorry that's an important thing. <laughs> I usually have a sandwich around noon um a big sandwich guy um and then uh yeah the afternoons usually meetings um where I just kind of chat with the team we do like a daily stand-up and then I'm always just like trying to sell chat with people luckily people just hop into my inbox to meet with me so that's cool um and yeah I just talk with them try to sell them on it or you know try to connect them with somebody who can help them and yeah uh, I enjoy that a lot I I think that's probably my favorite part is just talking with people and getting to know them um, and their business and stuff like that and just seeing where they're at and uh, trying to find a way to help them regardless if it's with us or with other people who might be better suited for them that's that's an interesting approach though because um uh yeah you're like it's either me or it's somebody else but i'm gonna try to get you to the right person either way so like this conversation isn't uh um if i'm like out of your budget or something like that like i'm i'm still gonna try to be helpful to you yeah for sure yeah i i think at the beginning of flow sparrow i was just like we'll do whatever give give us some money hop on let's do it or whatever like our prices were so low at the beginning too we started at like just a thousand bucks a month or whatever and you'd get whatever you want webflow and it was just like a dumb it was dumb business (laughs) model for sure um we just like start somewhere (laughs) yeah no i mean really like i just wanted to get some clients just to prove out the thing um so that's why we started cheap um and it thankfully worked out we were able to raise the prices but yeah sometimes i just get into calls and I'm like, okay, like, you know, we, we just kind of uh, build like a rubric of things that we need from a startup that uh, will allow us to work with them. Like, you know, typically if they're smaller, if it's just one person, we don't really do that. We try to work with like companies who have like 50 to 500 employees kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. Basically where they're at a point where they almost need to hire somebody in-house, but they don't want to. And mm um that's where we slide in and it's kind of perfect for what we do um and yeah that it works out but then yeah like if they don't fall into that category or like a new or if they just want like a brand new website we'll take those on but if they don't fall into that category i'm usually just like yeah this is probably not the best fit but but this community of like freelancers or whatever that i connect with and i try to just spread the love around or whatever and get people in their good hands i i would love to make uh, like more official kind of referral network for things like that. Um, I think we might try to do that with like the community stuff, but yeah, I don't know. Like I don't want to just leave somebody hanging. And I think that helps um, just in general um, with likability of me and flow sparrow or whatever. Like it, <laughs> if, if you're like nice and just enjoy it, have a good conversation with them and try to help them regardless of if you're getting money it usually ends up being a good scenario for both parties or pretty much every time in my opinion i mean yeah because um who knows where that small client is going to grow to for sure yeah no i've definitely had people come back like a couple months later and been like yeah like i think we're probably have more needs now so let's do it um, wow. They just like 
kind of my energy maybe, or they just like that I help them or whatever. Um, so yeah, I'm always down to like, I, I just try to be like, like any person I kind of connect with at any point, I just want to leave a good impression on them and make them feel like they're, you know, cared about because they are, <laughs> I don't know, like, you know what I mean? Have you ever, uh, um, used like unicorn factory Canada, uh, to check that kind of stuff out? No, no, no. I definitely, um, I was stoked to see that he did that. And I kind of tried to collaborate on, cause I had like a marketplace that I kind of built based off his idea. And I was like, Hey, I kind of have a similar thing. Do you want to like collaborate ideas? And he's just like, nah, I got this. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it was, it was totally cool. But yeah, I, uh, I haven't done it. I was just like, I kind of, by the time he created it, I already had like a set of clients that I was working with and I had that like automated system that was giving me money. So I'm like, I don't know. I was pretty chill. I didn't really need to go searching for it. Um, I just was like, okay, how do I build a business or whatever? I want, I really want to build like a agency. Like a lot of people like kind of <laughs> want to just freelance. Like Grace is a good example of like, the perfect freelancer in my mind she just wants to do what she wants to do she doesn't want to deal with anybody else uh, she admin stuff yeah yeah <laughs> well I mean I, I'm sure she doesn't mind that bit of it but yeah like she just likes having that well-rounded thing that's just completely hers for me like I kind of want to have like a team big team mm. I want to be I don't even want to really develop on Webflow that much I just want to like have an awesome team of people that are doing well and we just I just want to collectively do good work with that team it just yeah it's the dream <laughs> yeah I mean I, I'm going for it I think yeah it's that's kind of just always something I want to do and I really like the camaraderie of being around people so yeah it's essential I have uh, a song recommendation for you by the way okay cool <laughs> um here wait i'm actually i want to give it to you now because i remember you said you like like loud like strong music um so are there any artists that you like listening to that like maybe people would recognize or something like that uh oh man that's a tough question because like <laughs> i literally listen to like everything um yeah i've been listening to a lot of like rap stuff denzel curry um like baby keem and then also like i listen to like a lot of hard hardcore like turnstile like that's like really aggressive stuff um been really digging them lately um i mean i love indie music big fan of mac demarco boy pablo a bunch of like i don't know indie bands and stuff i really like it's all over the place with me like i'm i'm pretty rigorous with my spotify like i'll have like i'll do it monthly um I just organize a playlist each month and I usually have like 200 songs or something each month that I go back and then I try to organize them a little bit more, but yeah, I'm always digging for music like all day and I'm always listening to it really loud and really? Uh, I enjoy it a lot. That's like, I mean, I love music. It's like a big part of my life. Um, but yeah, I'll listen to, I'll listen to anything. If it's like vibing with me, I'm like into it here um uh so it's it trans so it's in another language but uh it translates to like we are the team uh serbian rap song <laughs> okay cool i my boyfriend's serbian and i oh, how did how do i find it um 
it's it's like ah uh, e p i k uh, i can't find the song i that's will send it to you later but yeah, it's good. so good it's like it, it, it translates to we are the team um and if somebody's serbian and is listening to this they're gonna be like yelling at like i know this song um oh, nice. but okay. it, it's so good like uh um it's like a I don't know. I listen to it sometimes when I'm working out and I feel like there's a team of like Slavic, like strong oh, yeah. men that are like, you got this. Go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm into it. Uh, I'll definitely give it a rinse and uh, hopefully it'll give me some productivity. Uh, what kind of music do you listen to outside of that? Um, I don't know. I'll send, I like, uh, I'll send yeah? you some recommendations. <laughs> Here, wait, I can actually just take a second now because I feel really annoyed that I, I, I don't know the name of the song. So I'm just opening up my Spotify really quick. <laughs> um, and and if, if this time is too long, I'll like uh, cut it a little shorter while I'm doing these ums and, and stuff. But um, oh, let, me, let me find this song real quick. Um, work songs. Yeah, I'm like all over the place. Like there's there's like Megan the Stallion, there's like country music that I listened to in high school. Nice. Noah Cyrus, like just it's all over the place. Oh, here it is. Um uh let me copy this. So it's uh let me I'm gonna text it to you. I will edit sure. this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, so cool. it's M I space S M O T A E K IPA and it's by uh the the name of the artist uh the first part of their name is Bio Rod uh SKI as the artist me smoke oh my god no not smoke oh no I said that wrong uh (laughs) me S-M-O-S-M-O-T-A-K-I-P-A there we go there we go that's it yeah I love this song I I read the translation and it, there's nothing weird in it <laughs> so <laughs> i know it's not a weird song <laughs> but i really 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 love this song so i hope that i'll i'll add it in the the podcast description if anybody wants to listen to it <laughs> but for some reason i like love this song <laughs> and Hell it's like yeah. just a bunch of like like uh super super macho like uh slavic men just like rapping in another language <laughs> dude i love it i'm into it so maybe if you want to like uh like make a remix of it like let me know how that goes okay will do (laughs) yeah no i'm always down with music recommendations i i feel like there's something um like nobody really shares music anymore i don't know what what's up like i noticed on twitter nobody really shares anything there i don't know how to like share it like i share maybe on instagram sometimes but it's like i don't think uh i think there's a I think there's an opportunity for an app to do that well. Um, like Spotify is not really doing the social aspect of it well. Yeah. Like I want to, I want to be able to flex my music like, <laughs> chops in like a, you know, like a social way. Be like, hey, this is my playlist for this week. It's sick. It- you should listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that like um, there's uh, like sometimes I. Uh before a podcast like i kind of go a little too far sometimes with the stalking because sometimes i can like find people's spotify playlist yeah yeah <laughs> and it's interesting to like see what people listen to and, and things like that and um like even even like from my end i grew up 
um in a town with like country music was like very normal <laughs> um we yeah, like yeah. so many people yeah like so many people had like yeah like pickup trucks we had drive-in movie theaters i had to pass like five cornfields to get to my high school on the drive to school <laughs> um so there's there's that but then like i don't know uh like the music that like shakes you is also really cool <laughs> yeah yeah no yeah i think i've like that's been a constant in my life where i'm always like digging for new stuff um so yeah there's definitely some classics that like i grew up with that i i mean i I feel like Def Leppard is like that one for me where I could listen to Def Leppard constantly and it just reminds me of my younger kind of life. Um, So yeah, fucking love Def Leppard. Um, (laughs) But yeah, no, I'm always digging for music. It's something that like, I just do probably more than work sometimes. Uh, (laughs) I'm trying to find new stuff. I'm listening to playlists lots and I love it. It's a, it, it makes me happy for sure. Uh, sometimes I've, I noticed that like, um, I might be listening to podcasts a lot and, uh, my, my brain, uh, listening to podcasts and my brain listening to music is very different. <laughs> oh yeah. I can't do anything, um, with thought, um, when I'm listening to, um, podcasts, like, really? I just get, yeah, like I can do like, or whenever I'm like making rugs or, or like doing something with my hands like that aligns with podcasts great because i don't have to think i'm just doing a thing um but when i'm building anything or designing anything i'm like trying to think or whatever and and just loud aggressive things that kind of like gets me pumped up and i'm like okay cool (laughs) um or even chill stuff like i'm just like okay now i can focus a little bit um but yeah i definitely can't listen to podcasts and do anything uh (laughs) anything work related sometimes like uh I don't know if this is just the way that my brain works, but sometimes if I'm uh, working on something and I don't want to think really, I just, I, I don't want to be like stressed out about something. I, I put my brain on a treadmill kind of to just like do its own thing. And I put a podcast on and then mm. like whatever thing that I was like stressing out about, it's like, it's literally like putting that, that feeling on a treadmill and it's just like on the other side of the room, just like doing mm. its own thing. And I, I'm free to do my own stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I think I, that's how I feel about music a little bit. Whereas, yeah. like, my brain's kind of focused on the music or whatever, and I can kind of like, I don't know, somewhat focus on what I'm doing. But like, um, th- you're not like really living in the moment when when you like just like put your brain on a treadmill, and and that at least for me, um, it's like that, and then. Uh, once I, I, I was listening to podcasts like 24 seven, because for some reason, like, I don't know, it was just easier than like being with my own thoughts or anything like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I started switching back to music recently and, uh, it was, it was, uh, tough cause it like puts you in the moment or like if the song is relating to something that you're struggling with, it's just like puts you in the feels and you don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah yeah no i totally feel that i think um that's something i need to like put into practice a little bit more it's just like being with in silence with myself with my thoughts approaching those thoughts head on not like just trying to distract myself because like it's usually like i wake up look at my slack or whatever i go do work but like just doing that all day like i'll go make a sandwich whatever come back up and i'm like just back in it and then I just get burnt out at the end of the day. I'm like, okay, cool. Just go to my like bedroom or whatever and like 
look at TikToks or like play video games or whatever. And like, I'm just distracting myself a hundred percent of the time. So um, yeah, I think I want to just try to do something that's not that <laughs> kind of like sit with myself, but yeah, I think that's good practices for mental health for sure. But then there's a part of you that's like, I could be doing something right now. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. Yeah. I feel that all the time. Um, yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I talked to somebody one time uh, and he said that he uh, meditates for an hour every day. And he said when he first started, um, it was like the most uncomfortable, painful thing that he did. And he like hated it. And he was like, how this is so stupid. Like, what am I doing? And then later on, he was like, I can actually just like open up all of these emails in my brain. <laughs> all these <laughs> thoughts that I didn't actually, I, I, or like if I'm upset about something, I can figure out like why I'm upset or anything like that. And he, and he still does it. And I just look at him and I'm like, like, how are you this like determined? Or like, or are you just like a German guy that I know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, I, I, I think that's like a really important practice and I kind of wish I took the time to do it. It's kind of just like working a muscle or whatever. Like obviously at the beginning, it's not going to be easy, but it gets easier over time. And I think it just helps with literally everything where you can kind of like kind of calm the storm or whatever. If you're always just like doing the hustle or whatever and it's constant or whatever, it's um, always thinking about the future, always thinking about all the issues or whatever. Um, yeah, it can kind of, way on you and it just starts to burn you out a little bit more but i think it's nice to take some time and have to find some peace of mind whatever that is um and yeah this is something i just want to i actively want to try to get better at over the next little bit here for sure um uh this this podcast lets me do that because uh it's very rare that i get to sit with someone for two hours without a mm -hmm. phone without like other distractions or like walking or any, like it's just you and me here and i yeah like it's it's uh always scary like the a couple minutes beforehand because you you never know like what's gonna happen if they're gonna <laughs> like you like um yeah. what if they what if they like get way half through halfway through the podcast and they're like i'm leaving <laughs> like you never know what's gonna happen <laughs> uh yeah no i mean i can i guess this has been uh, a great experience you're you're awesome i'm enjoying myself i could do this for for hours let's let's keep it going what's the wait what's the longest podcast you've done two and a half hours oh damn okay <laughs> yeah let's let's do a solid eight hours. <laughs> I, I love the long, I like, I mean, it would be great maybe one day, uh, I'll have, like, um, I'll, Anchor FM lets me post up to three hours per episode, but I could always, like, break it into that, too. <laughs> right. I might right. do that someday. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know if I got enough to talk about for... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> maybe oh, one day in the future I might do that with someone, but who knows? <laughs> yeah, yeah um but yeah are you like enjoying doing this like i i'm sure it's very a great thing to look forward to every saturday or i don't know if you do them every saturday but you enjoy yeah, it most mostly every saturday it's, it's really fun like um uh i i used to be like in a situation where uh i i wasn't um that open to people um 
I don't know, like, I know where it was from, but, like, uh, don't feel like getting into that part, but, um, uh, it's a long story, but, uh, um, I noticed that, um, doing these podcasts and, like, um, uh, doing so much research on people ahead of time, uh, I realized I had so much more, uh, capacity for, uh, like, friendship and love and things like that um by by doing this and you're gonna be i think my uh 51st episode nice (laughs) so almost a year of doing this um that's crazy but yeah it's it's um it's really it's really nice i like having conversations with people that are more than like just like the weather or something like that yeah for sure no we dug into some deep stuff there like you know that's cool um yeah i never know what to i didn't know what to expect either but it's been very fun and i enjoy uh, i'm happy you're enjoying it too because i think it's a good thing to do uh and opening yourself up to connecting with people is awesome um it's something that i've always been kind of like it's easy for me but it's not ever always easy to everybody for everybody to do so like yeah it's good to overcome that hurdle because i think I think like it's cool to connect with people who have similar interests, even if it's virtually, because like, I don't know, I don't have anybody close to me that I can kind of relate to in that sense. So it's nice doing things like this. And I'm sure that uh, I, I feel the same about the Twitter spaces I do or whatever. It's just like, it's just a good opportunity to connect with people and chat with them and um, yeah, talk about myself as well. Just about <laughs> it. <laughs> I, I have, um, I've never been really like a guest on anything before. So, yeah. um, I'm, uh, I'm maybe that might change in the future. I, I, uh, texted one of my friends, um, who does webflow stuff and was like, would you interview me in my style? And he's like, <laughs> sure. <laughs> and I said, it's a big time commitment. Are you sure? And he's like, yeah, why not? I'll do it in June. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> uh no i'd love to have you on the twitter space at some point Aww, um I'll, I'll get you in there just have a couple of weeks organized but yeah i'll get you on there for sure i'd love to have you oh thanks thanks <laughs> yeah that wasn't that wasn't like a push or anything like that <laughs> no you got you're getting it anyway so i i, I already i was already thinking about it i'd love to have you because i'm interested in uh this experience and stuff and i want to i want to grill you so i'm gonna do it Oh yeah, sure. I'll I'll be an open book. I might stutter, but I think that's that's okay. No, it's all good. <laughs> I, yeah, I think people worry about that a lot. Um, like you know, some people I've talked to that like hopped into the Twitter space. They're just so nervous about talking, and it's like in front of twenty people or whatever. <laughs> whatever, who cares? You know, like I, I think people um, generally just care more about themselves and what's going on with them than like if somebody stuttered in a thing or something like it's uh I don't know. it's me it's, it's so crazy how like i'm i'm like pretty confident here but like between you and me like it's this doesn't really honestly doesn't really feel virtual and on it just feels like you and me and then uh the other day i went to a coffee shop and this person was like oh you're the person with the podcast right and i'm like i don't know who you are <laughs> <laughs> that's cool though <laughs> i was like what, what are you talking about and they're like yeah yeah i listen to it and i'm like who are you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. It was very sc- I, it wasn't scary. I was just like, oh, okay, maybe it's a little bit bigger than just <laughs> you and <Yeah>. me. <laughs> no, that that's super cool. Big ups for that. 
um yeah you're just getting recognized and stuff in coffee shops that's awesome good for you it happened once i don't uh, i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i don't expect it to happen again (laughs) fair but yeah, I was like, nobody's gonna like know my face. I don't even put it out anywhere. But I don't know who knows. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, talking to you has been really fun. I, I hope that you you listen to my song, and uh, I feel like you won't make fun of me because you don't like when other people do that. No, no, I, I I've never I never like, especially with music taste, it's a very personal thing. So like, I think it's really shitty to just be like hey like your music taste is terrible like, no there's a lot of other things that come with the music taste like i'll experience like maybe a song reminds you of something like you know, a better time whatever or, like maybe it inspires you gets it going like there's lots of things that you know come into play versus like if whether you personally like it or not so you know so i think it's cool if other people whatever you got going on i'm like with it i'll jam to it sounds good <laughs> my strange serbian music <laughs> yeah yeah no nah, i've been like kind of like I, I had a weird phase where i was like into weird russian music so yeah. oh really not much uh not much different russian hard bass <laughs> no, no. no it was more like russian like punk kind of weird oh yeah cool yeah I don't know. I definitely go through (laughs) lots of different... Actually, it's more just like a band. I'm like, oh, I like this band. And I dig into the band. I dig into similar bands or whatever. And I just go down rabbit holes like that sometimes. But, yeah. So... I had two things in mind to ask you before before we ended. Um, And one is, like, about the past and one is about the future. So I'll go with the the past one first. Um, So, uh... Uh, sometimes I do podcasts and I don't even acknowledge the fact that anybody's listening. <laughs> it's kind of funny. <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah, right. Sorry, I forgot. Um, and, uh, Hello, so, everyone. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're. I mean, they've been listening to this uh, this podcast long enough. They they're like very cool with me being weird. Um, <laughs> but um, uh, so the, the question about the past is uh, so sometimes people listen to the podcast and um uh they might think like hey where he was all that time ago when he wasn't feeling that great and and didn't like the spot that he was in um he can't go back and change anything nor should he um but uh i'm in that spot and i can do anything like i don't even know what to do so if if you had the chance to like talk to somebody who was in that same spot that you were in with what you know now, do you think there's anything that you would really say to them? Um, yeah, I'd say just like go with what your gut feels like. Um, I used this analogy earlier, but like just focusing on the hell yes and like not um, the things that aren't hell yes. Um, <laughs> like th- that's a good like indicator for me. It's just like, do I want to do this? Okay, hell yeah, I do want to do this. Um, and I'll just follow that gut feeling more than anything. So if your kind of heart's telling you, like, this is not where I want to be, this is not where I should be, um, there's no shame in just changing whatever, flipping your stuff upside down to get to where you want. Um, whether it's relationships or your job or, like, your life or where you're living or whatever, like, just, like, take that nosedive. It doesn't, uh, you know, you get what you want. <laughs> like, go after it. Um 
because nobody else is going to give that to you. So yeah, that's, that's my advice, I would say. And I, I'm happy I followed that advice for myself. Cause then now I have a cool job and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> now my life is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. I mean, it's not, it's not all like rainbows and butterflies, obviously, like it's still very tough, but it, you know, it's kind of like with jobs, it's like, you know, what, what's the tough part you want to put up with or whatever. And I think that's a good indicator of like, whether um, you're in a job that you like or not, like if it, the stuff you're dealing with is like pretty drastic um, that you don't like, then, you know, maybe try to find a job that is less things that are stressing you out, whether it's people or the work that you're doing or whatever. Sounds like uh, um, in most situations, I think there are more options than people really think there are. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like you're, you're really like basing your um, like thoughts on your environment, I would say like, or your past experience. Like if you're living in that small town and like, you just have no sense of being able to make a creative creator, obviously that's just not something that you even think about or consider or like go after. But like I moved to the city and I saw people doing creative stuff and I was like, oh, like this is like people can actually make a job doing this. That's awesome. Um, so, yeah, expanding yourself and your thoughts and stuff is always good. And um, going outside of your environment, I think the Internet helps with that a lot where you can kind of like see what other people's doing, listen to Emily's podcast, hear people's <laughs> stories. And uh, yeah, you get a good sense of how people get to where they go or like want to go or whatever or yeah so yeah that's what i would suggest so that was the question about the past and then the question about the future is um when you're you're sitting here you're kind of like in the moment um <laughs> with you and me um but uh when you're kind of like looking at the horizon and just thinking about like things that are either planned to happen or you want to happen whether it's like short term or long term is there anything that's like really on your mind for something that you are hoping for for the future um yeah i just kind of want a comfortable um life i would really love to following like maybe this agency or whatever i'd love to just help people build businesses that are that they like whether that's in like a freelance capacity or like an actual product or a business or agency or whatever like i really um maybe like all the things that i've been talking about in this entire thing um, I just want to help people realize that or like that you can do that stuff and then help them guide them to do that. So like, that's always on my mind and I kind of do it on a small scale with the agency where I'm able to just like hire people to do things. But like, I would love to do it on a bigger scale where like um, we're doing something community orientated or like I'm just mentoring people or like or maybe investing in businesses or something like that where I can kind of just help people get to that point. And then also just make a living while I'm doing that as well. Um, and uh, yeah, it'd be cool to only work like a couple hours a day as well. Like I'd, I'd love to <laughs> limit that a little bit and just enjoy my life, like travel a little bit and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I only want to work like three or four hours a day tops. That's like a goal. Uh, and only four days a week too, though. Hey, I think efficiency and getting it all done is way more important than there's 40 hours that somebody just decided like this is exactly what is optimal this is what i need you to do <laughs> no that that's just dumb i i like all, all together <laughs> I, I think like yeah 
as long as you're adding value and like you figure out a good system for things like you can kind of customize however you want your day to go and that's kind of what I want to do I just want to wake up do like three or four hours of work and then have lunch and then like go to a like walk out and go to a beach or something and surf (laughs) whatever I want to do you know so I really hope that like uh you'll be able to listen back to this uh and and (laughs) you'll be finishing your fourth day of the week and then yeah and then you and I can plan a time to uh, catch up and, and talk about everything that happened between now and then. <laughs> Dude, so down. Um, but yeah, I just know it's, I know it's going to happen. I'm big on like intention. Like I'm just going to get it. What, 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 <laughs> like the time frame of when I do get it is like up for debate, but I'm going to get that whenever I want it. Or like I'm going to be working towards that or whatever. Well, yeah, you're just gonna have to tell me all about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you just gotta yeah, promise no. to come back. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm super down. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I have no idea how it's gonna go, but regardless, I'm having fun doing what I'm doing right now. If it, even if I don't get that, I'm like very happy with where I'm at. Like, I, this is miles ahead of where where I thought I would be um, a couple years ago. So, like, I'm I'm even happy just doing what I'm doing now. So long as I don't have to like go uh, on top of a rooftop in the freezing cold and work on. <laughs> like HVAC units I'm like totally cool (laughs) yeah I'm like feeling I feel very blessed every day honestly so the the way that I book in the podcast uh is if if somebody is listening to the whole thing and they're like oh my gosh like Keith is so cool I want to be his friend or like I want him to work with us or something like that like this is where like we introduce ourselves um say like what you do and where people can find you and then we both head out of here so i do mine first i throw it over to you and then and then we're out of here good plan sounds good <laughs> sounds great to me perfect all righty so hi <laughs> my name i always laugh why not oh my god i always <laughs> laugh after that i ever every day i'm like okay today's gonna be the day i don't la- anyway i'm gonna keep that in um <laughs> yeah yeah it's all good <laughs> Hi, my name is Emily Giordano. I am a uh, uh, Webflow designer, uh, like UX person, and I'm currently studying to be a copywriter. So eventually that will be a thing. Um, but uh, if you want to reach out to be friends or uh, if you have a project that you're working on or something like that, you can email me, uh, Emily, E-M-I-L-Y, at greatdesignlead.com. Greatdesignlead.com is my website um great design lead is uh like twitter and instagram and all that kind of stuff um i also have a secret podcast called emily's super secret podcast um and <laughs> in which like if i'm having a breakdown i'll just record it and then it seems less scary once i re-listen to it um and then uh, i also have podwork.io which is a place where if you are a creative person or you do webflow or you're an engineer or anything that is a person that is involved in making stuff uh, and you want to like hang out on a podcast because you think that this might be fun, um, you could uh, sign up for free there, free at the moment, um, and make a profile. And then maybe one of the podcasts will reach out to you and it'd be very fun. And I would appreciate if you signed up. Um, and yeah, and so that's the end of my spiel. Um, I'll throw it over to Keith and then we'll head out of here. <laughs> uh, that's cool to hear that you're like getting into copywriting because I feel like there's like a huge gap in people that understand websites and copywriting or like I just don't know a lot of them. So I might. Hit you up once you figure that out for sure. Okay, <laughs> um, I'll let you know. 
I also need to sign up for that um, podcast website you got as well. Because oh, uh, this was fun. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'm Keith Armstrong. I'm a founder and CEO of FlowSparrow. We just help brands with Webflow stuff. Anything you kind of need, we typically help. Um, brands we typically help are like a little bit larger in size. But overall, I just want to kind of help you get sorted and uh, figure out the web flow side of things and elevate your brand, make sure you got a good experience online and stuff like that. So hit me up on, on flowsparrow.com if you want to explore that. Um, also, I'm just on Twitter doing community stuff and shit talking a fair bit. So hit me up on there. Um, <laughs> it's the handles Keith uh, underscore X, Y, Z. Um, I do a weekly Twitter space with Grace Walker and Melissa Mendez, who are amazing. And we just chat about Webflow um, and interview people in the space um, to learn more about them. So that's always a good time. And we do those every Tuesday at like 10 a.m. PST. And alongside that, I've been kind of helping do like Webflow party stuff with Melissa Mendez. She hosts that. Um, and we're just trying to kind of collaborate and do a lot of community stuff and bring it all, bring people together um, in the space and help people just kind of get comfortable with the tool and building like a career out of the, the tool itself. So yeah, always down to connect with people. Feel free to say hi. Um, and yeah, shoot me a DM, say what's up. Um, exactly just say exactly what's up yeah, yeah. <laughs> then you'll know it's from the podcast <laughs> yeah just say what what the heck up uh, yeah cool. perfect and then all of that i'll make sure that all those links are in the description so you can just click and go um this has been really fun and uh this is just goodbye until next time yeah for sure it's been an absolute blast thank you so much